Everyone, Dave and Jeff, our second podcast of the week. It's a November 6th, and we've got the Clippers Bucks on right now is the game we're watching without Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Aren't you glad you didn't take your kids to this game? Uh, Dave, I was with them an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. And I said, can you imagine if we had planned for your birthday to go see Giannis and you go up there? I find that I find it ridiculous. Yeah. I find it obnoxious. I blame Kawhi Leonard. I blame the NBA. I blame the Clippers organization. What an absolute joke that the MVP of the league has missed two of the first eight games. And look, it's one thing to miss a road game in Utah. I would miss a road game in Utah as well. (laughs) But you have to know as an organization, and look, I guess if you, what the LA Times wrote today is that he has not played back-to-back nights since April of 2017 Yeah, because he's got a bad knee. Uh, but God dang, Dave. I mean, play eight minutes, right? I mean, remember at the exhibition games down here where LeBron or Kobe yeah. would come in and play four or five minutes and then you wouldn't see him and then they'd play a few minutes in the fourth quarter and then you walk out and you go, well, heck, at least I got to see him. But this idea that you take the entire night off has got to be frustrating. And I just, I can't imagine what their customer service phone lines are like. They got to be getting crushed. And it should go straight to the NBA. You know, here's yeah. the deal. You're right. So you, let's say you buy tickets for this game in advance because the Bucks only come to town once a year. Once a year. So you have the regular season reigning MVP, the Greek freak coming to town, and then you have the finals MVP and yeah. the, the maybe the best player in the world and Kawhi going, here's a great matchup. We mm-hmm. got tickets for this shit. Can you fucking yeah. believe it? That's what yeah. you're telling your kids. Yeah, we're in. And guess what? He's not playing. You, you said, well, why don't you play eight minutes? You know why guys won't play the eight minutes? Because it kills their season average. Yeah. It's fucking egos. Yep. And they won't do it. And it's, I'm with you 100% going, you don't play that many games. It's like, wait, this is show business. You fucking show up. We're asking you to show up 82 times a year. Remember what it was like when you were a kid is what I would tell the players. How hard it would be to go to a game. You went yeah. to a game. The other day you talked about how you're able to find the, the right ticket mm-hmm. price, this and that. If you want to go to these games, it is so fucking expensive, man. And just the parking, the food, the the chances that you could even get a ticket and then to have the star not play, it's devastating for a kid, for a family. Yeah, The players forget what it was like when they were kids and going, man, if I had a chance to see a Michael Jordan or yeah. a Kobe Bryant and, and quickly, it's, well, fuck the fans. Yeah. That's what the NBA is saying. Fuck the fans. Yeah. It, it's... Uh... It, it's really bad. I'll tell you this. I mean, I went the other day, and I had an absolutely amazing time. Yeah, well, he, uh, pl- he fucking played. Yeah, yeah, he played. <laughs> but, yeah, Lou Williams played. We talked about that game yeah. the other night. It really is fun. And, look, Paul George apparently will be back a week from tonight on the 13th. Yeah. Had you gone tonight, and, and I get it, Paul George working back from the injury, but had you gone tonight, and Kawhi is out, and but Paul George is in with the rest of the lineup. Okay, you know. And I was saying it to my sons, who are NBA guys. I said, "Man, can you imagine?" It? And my one son, who is a really, really diehard, goes, "You know what, Dad? It would have been a bummer to miss Kawhi, but it would have been insane to see Giannis." So yeah. I go, "So if we would have gone," he goes, "Hundred percent, I would have been cool." I go, "Yeah, bullshit." Two months, you'd be like, hey, can we try to go all night when Kawhi's playing? So I said, you shut your goddamn mouth <laughs> That's what you told before I shut it for you with <laughs> old man River right here in the, attached to the right elbow. 
and knock you out. You shut your mouth. You say, yeah, you're right, Dad. It was sucked. He's like, all right. <laughs> um, so last week, we got a bunch of information on the Padre jerseys. Yeah. We still have a bunch of information on the Padre jerseys. Well, you've known a lot more than what you've said. You could have been holding back. And I'm going to tell you why I'm holding back. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to I'll tell you exactly why I'm holding back. Two different reasons. Number 1, I really don't know how many people in that building know as much as I do outside of the guys who have yeah. shared it with me. The the three or four people that I have talked to. And if only two or three people or five people or 10 people know and I come on and just start shooting my mouth out about everything, I could really put those guys that work for a Major League Baseball organization in a big jam. I could really jam those guys up. The other thing that I have heard about with the Padres is they have a deal called the Wall of Accountability. <laughs> and I find this fascinating. Yeah. And what, see, I think, Dave, in any job, if you have a little bit of a fear factor, it's pretty good, right? Don't you think most people have a fear factor of not getting that paycheck? Yeah, I just think there's a little something to keep you motivated. Doesn't mean, right? It doesn't mean you have to be yelled at or, or anything else. I just think if you if you live with that a little bit, and the pods are really, really big on accountability to the point that Unless they, you're a player? Yeah. Oh, you Or a general manager? Oh, you asshole. Or a manager? Shit. Go ahead. Listen. This is the funniest hypocritical thing I've ever fucking well, heard in my life now really that you pointed out. I hadn't really thought about it like that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I didn't mean it to be a punchline. But but for you, the you just walk in, you see Will Byers on there. <laughs> you're like, Jesus. Will Byers. Fucking no yeah. shit. God, fucking Ian Kinsler after he double gunned the no fucking shit. crowd. No shit. Brian Mitchell. PJ <laughs> um, Upton. It's like, fuck. So there was a part of me leading into the show, whatever show we did Monday night, yeah. where I was like, I'm just going to come down and I'm going to tell you everything I yeah, know. Yeah, I know. I was waiting. And then I flashed back. You did good. I flashed back to two things. Yeah. Number one, a year ago when we had an event that raised money for five local charities, including my main man, Bob McElroy at the yeah. Alpha Project. Padres were one of the first guys to call me that offered up a bunch of different things. They raised a lot of money that yeah. night. And I was like, you know, that'd just be kind of a really douche move if I just put a water on the fire. And then the other thing was, fuck, earlier this year, they named you Coach of the Week. That, I was going to bring that up later on, actually, because there was something that came up on the show the other day, which I think people don't understand. You Look, you, you sit here with me every night. Jeff uh -huh. loves to give me shit. And I'll be honest with you. Jeff is the only one in San Diego that can give me shit. That's yeah. the way I feel. Yeah, all day long. Be it's one of those things. He enjoys it. You guys enjoy listening to it. But for anyone to think I root against the Padres is 100% not true. I do not root against the fucking Pods. That's I'm a what Management 97.3 says. Well, Fuck him. Well, okay. I trust their judgment. They don't need I know you who, on that. I know who they fired. Well, that's not what holds me up. What I'm saying is when these assholes write to me this and that, I'm a sports fan that lives in San Diego. I definitely want to see the teams do well that are here. Yeah. Because otherwise, what the fuck are Jeff and I going to do? Just sit there and complain? It's, it's no fun complaining. We have opinions no. either way. But I do root for the fucking pods. Jeff's here. sees me all the time. I watch yeah. every motherfucking Padre game. 
And the Padres have treated me great. They yeah. have. They've treated they've treated me great when my son passed. They had people that represented the Fred Yeoman was there. Yeah. Re- represented the organization that showed up. I want to see guys succeed. Hell, I'm one of the guys that liked Andy fucking Green. Yeah. You know? Hell. So uh, overall, I just want to make sure you understand it. Jeff can give me shit, but otherwise I do not root against this organization. I think nothing would be better than for the Padres to be relevant. So I think what Dave said came into it a lot because I thought um that's why I didn't really put a lot of things on Twitter or Instagram or anything else. Cause I just really think at the end, we just talked about accountability. Yep. And when we kind of needed them to step up for the charity thing, right. Taking the product on the field off the, uh, off the table. They did. Yes. And this is kind of a big day for a lot of those dudes down there that we've done, that we've worked with. And, I don't mind telling you little bits and pieces, um, but I don't think I need to go crazy and tell you everything because I don't think, I think there's an element of surprise, good or bad, that's okay. Like, I don't think you need to know the end of the movie when you walk in. Sometimes it's cool to know the end. Uh, Two things I will tell you. When we were here the other night, going off the information that I had and not seeing any images, I was just going off of what I've been told Man, I was really thinking that this thing had been fucked up. Really had been fucked up. <clears throat> if you've been following me on Twitter the last couple of days, and if you can see mentions and everything else, there's a version of the home jersey that is out there from last night. I didn't retweet it, yeah. but I liked a lot of things in regards to the jersey. What I've been told from three different people in the last two days is the font is a little off, but that's really, really close to what the home jersey is going to look like. And I say that because I think it's kind of cool. I think it's kind of cool. I was expecting something that I was going to hate. Yeah. And for the guys that I know that put a lot of time into it, that's the only reason why I hit like. There were a couple of people that were working on those pictures that were like, what do I need to do? And I said, well, do this, do this, change this, and I think you're pretty close to it. Um, I think, Dave, that image that I sent uh, to you last night where I said, I think this is it, I had a much lower expectation. We'll see what it looks like on Saturday when yeah. they actually put it on a player. Um, is it the ones that we saw on Twitter a year ago with Matt Kemp or Three, no, that would have been insane where you're like, not only do I like it, I'm buying it. Yeah. But did you like the Friday jerseys? The brown no. ones? No. I, I, I like those. I thought those were fine. I didn't like the font. You don't like the font. I didn't like the font on that. Um, I'll also tell you this. The alternate road jersey that I told you the other night was described as horrendous. <laughs> right? Yes, what you said. Uh, described as horrendous. Yes. I think it's being described as horrendous by guys that may not be old-time San Diego guys. But I think if you're an old-time San Diego, and the people that I've heard from, it's funny, it's probably about five people that I would say that I've asked about the alternate road jersey. And they have all qualified it with saying, look, I'm only seeing an image, like a drawing. I haven't seen the actual Nike jersey. Yeah. But the images are horrendous. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I said, all right, well, just kind of walk me through a couple of things. And they kind of did. I, I'm going to change it from horrendous to has potential. Okay. Has po- like I was really afraid we were all going to be embarrassed. But having seen kind of an idea of what it's going to look like. Yeah. And again, it's an alternate road. Um, I think it goes. I think what it is, Dave, is a kind of a throwback. To old school, and it wouldn't shock me if the alternate road jersey is described as a throwback to kind of the Ted Williams era. That is really old school. Yeah, Lane Field, old school type thing like that. And I think if we look at it that kind of way, I I just think um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hold judgment till we see it Sunday. But I think we we may be okay if you're thinking old school Lane Field. <clears throat> kind of along those lines, um, you should be okay for, and then for the basic roadie, it's just, it's, I'll tell you, it's going to be dark brown and then you'll see like really a dark brown and then we'll see the rest of it on Saturday. It's interesting when you go to, you know, Google images and you just type in Padres jerseys. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many different ones. I'm trying to look for the lane field ones you're talking about. I, I see exactly what you're talking about. You know, here's the deal. No matter what happens, they're going to be people that like them. They're going to be people mm-hmm. that hate them. And then I don't think it's going to be a lot of guys in the middle. I think people yeah. have been waiting for this because the product hasn't been good. It's something to get excited about. So many people wanted the brown for such a long time. Mm-hmm. So you're getting the color you want. It just might not be everything will be perfect in what everyone has in their mind. You know, they listen to the fans. I mean, mm-hmm. it sounded like Ron wasn't a big fan of, of brown. You know, it, we know it's expensive as shit to do this. Yeah. I mean, there's talk now that they're taking all the seats out, just like we were saying before, saying, well, what happens to Petco Park, that everything is going brown. Anything that was blue is now going brown. Are they actually doing that? That was one of the things I saw on Twitter a couple hours ago. That, that It might not happen this year, but the plan is they're going to replace the navy blue seats with the brown seats. God damn. Do you know how much that is? Well, that's why you're going to get Zach Wheeler into the Garrett Cole, because that's <laughs> a lot of fucking money. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, everything is going to go brown, and it makes sense. I mean- yeah. Say whatever you want. If you can afford it, you want to do it, do it right. Yeah, Petco do it right. Park is meant for the Padres, and if we're going brown, you're going brown. I'll tell you this. My, because, let's say this. I think when these come out on Sunday, yeah. my problem isn't going to be with the brown. My problem is going to be with the gold. And w- would you rather have had orange? What are you no. saying? Okay. No, I just. The I color think, gold. Yeah, I think when when we get back here on Sunday night, uh, I'll go into greater detail about okay. it. But I don't think my my issue is with the brown. I think my issue is with the gold. Yeah, and and I just let's take a look and see what happens on Saturday, and see what the actual finished product. The other thing that has been pointed out to me by a bunch of people, and for any of you listening to the show and doing mock-ups. Remember, it's Nike that's taken over the jersey. Yeah, Majestic is out. Yeah, Majestic's out. So the cut of the jersey may be a little different. The way it's all lined up may be a little different because it's a Nike jersey, not Majestic. And that kind of is across the board, too, what they're going to say. But I just shared with you what I had been told verbally for the last two weeks as people started to see him. But that one that I have on my social media, I, I can live with that a little boring honestly after a two-year wait 
But I, I, the home jersey doesn't look, and and I'm not a big fan of the trim on the cuff, but it's it's pretty small. Yeah, it's not as big as I was led to believe, and so uh, yeah, I I think we'll be okay with that. I think we'll be all right. Yeah, and they go back to where they should be, man. Their their originality. Are you okay with them going pinstripes? Well, yeah, I like the brown. I Dave, I've dug. I mean, I can't say it enough. I loved that jersey that they've got Matt Kemp wearing in that one picture yeah. with the Padres script. And if you would have gone brown pinstripe with just an interlocking brown SD, god damn, that could have been re- really, really cool. And uh, there were a couple others I saw. If you think of um, that navy blue jersey that they had been wearing. Yeah. And if you just changed the navy blue to like a really dark brown and left the white where it was, and then maybe a thin gold outline around the SD, I think that would have been kind of cool. For, I, for the road uniforms, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for an alternate or, yeah. you know, alternate home, alternate road. But I think that would have been kind of cool. And then all of a sudden you go, but... Yeah, there have been a lot of people within the organization who have said, you know, I should have just been in that fucking room. <laughs> and I, and listen, I want to make something really, yeah. really, really clear. When these jerseys come out on Saturday, the easiest reaction is to blame the Padres. Oh, that Fowler or whoever else you want to blame. Remember. They got to these four jerseys yep. by letting you dipshits have a say in it. <laughs> and we can't get anything fucking right in this town. God, I was I had coach on for two minutes today. Yeah. And I heard that pain in the ass Kevin in La Mesa. Remember that asshole you used yeah. to call all the time? And coach just let that guy talk like he was co hosting the show. <laughs> And uh, Coach said it, man. Hey, we don't have a lot of guys with vision in this town. And Coach is exactly right. And we don't have a lot of people that got called into focus groups to have a lot of vision. So what you see, remember, before you go after Ron or anybody else, remember, they said, hey, come on in. And as my friend Ken Kramer said one time, you were all given an opportunity to walk to the podium and have your voice heard. And guess what happened? You got up there. You giggled a little bit. You pissed your pants. <laughs> and then they walked you back to the seat. You couldn't handle the pressure. Yes. So if these are fucked up, <laughs> you're the same fuckheads that voted Mike Geary into office. You voted Bruce fucking Henderson into office like Kevin Faulkner. Like, you're not the smartest fucking group. Let's all just be honest here, okay? And they gave you a voice instead of just saying, hey, give me 10 jerseys to look at and a couple of ice cold beers and we'll figure this out. So if you love them, then pat yourself on the back. But if you don't like them, remember, they let these assholes in with a thumbs up. They should have had Bill Murray in there like that opening scene of Ghostbusters. First guy that liked a bad uniform just shocked that guy. But we'll see on Saturday. On Saturday's the day. I'm more concerned about the gold 
yeah. than I am of that, anything. Oh, that's funny. So now, we'll see. It, it will, again, it's something to talk about. You know, give us coach something to talk about on Monday. The well, Dave, we will, but we'll also be talking Granite Hills uh, girls soccer. Man, I tell you what, they get out there. Those girls hustle. They're so good. <laughs> Is coach still still asking. Who do you think the next Padre manager will be? Does he not realize they hired somebody? What's he doing? Uh, what? Hey, have we done Mount Rushmore yet? <laughs> We done favorite Bill Walton memory. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh my gosh! So goddamn funny. Let's do four people you know named Tina. We'll take your phone calls right now. <laughs> Kevin Lamarcy, you're back. <laughs> I just heard Kevin. I was like, I was like, God, we would get so many. Yeah. Just oh my gosh, we just get killed on Twitter, and I don't know him. He might be a really heck of a guy does a lot of nice things in the community but i just flash back to Yo, get this dick off you head. did you would tell us before the show started we are not going to kevin and la mesa and then fucking areas ernie yeah right there ernie's like what like completely wasn't listening to what you said yeah 45 minutes shot. ago it was so fucking funny in they're drawing cartoons trying to perfect his popeye drawing oh my god <laughs> you know here, here's the funny thing is when we did our last year on 1360, we were forced to talk Chargers Stadium. stadium That's why I hate voting. Brian Long. He's an asshole. And and it, it it sucked. It sucked for the listeners. It sucked for us. It sucked for everybody. It was absolutely terrible. I hate when I get roped into these goddamn things. And I got in, got into it yesterday about the Chargers. Look, Jeff and I have said on before, we, we never rooted for the Chargers. Mm. Chargers are playing the Raiders tomorrow. We're rooting yeah. for the Raiders. Raiders. That's the way it's always been. We go to the games, we root for the Raiders. Or storylines. But but I am a believer in saying, hey, don't just sit there and tell the story one way. But then I'm like, why the fuck did I get roped in? And it's guys like Reggie Bush. Reggie yeah. Bush came out. You saw that? I saw it. And I'm like, Reggie, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about when you right. said they should have just stayed in San Diego. Where were they going to play? Yeah. That, 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 that's it. That's the last thing I want to say about it. Stop bringing it up to me. Don't rope me into it. You don't want to hear what I have to say. Look. There was nowhere for them to fucking play. The NFL wanted them to play somewhere in San Diego. Uh, Nobody was going to get it done. Enough of that fucking shit. You guys can say fuck Dean all you want. I don't even care. I don't know Dean anymore. I don't care. Yeah. I don't run into Dean. We don't have conversations. I do love the quote that Dean finally cussed, though. Well, I, I feel like that was scripted for him. I don't. I really have trouble believing. That he would say fucking yeah. bullshit? I don't think Dean's had a natural reaction in his life. <laughs> do you think he's ever said fucking bullshit? No. Anybody? But... But let me. Even and, when he plays golf, oh, when somebody catches him sandbagging, wink, yeah. wink. Uh, <laughs> allegedly, yes. I don't know. I've never played golf with the guy. <laughs> Look. So you put the quote out about Dean, and what was the immediate reaction? Well, I think he said the same thing about San Diego. Let me give you the analogy, okay? When Dean was in San Diego, he was living at the Hitching Post Motel at about 80th and, and El Cajon Boulevard. And if the manager's like, hey, Dino, how's everything? You're like, eh, you know, the rats have calmed down a lot over the last few years. It's getting nice. Well, then somebody came and gave old Dino a ride out of town. And Dino's no longer staying at the Hitching Post, a.k.a. Qualcomm Stadium. Now he's staying at the Red Roof Inn in San Clemente. Yeah. 
And while it's not perfect, there's no rats in the place and everything's relatively okay. But Big Dean knows one thing. A year from tonight, he's going to have a room with a view at the Waikiki Four Seasons. Yep. And after spending 25 fucking years at the Hitching Post on Alcoa Boulevard, Big Dean wants that corner room with the view and the fluffy towels. He doesn't want those bullshit towels anymore. <laughs> and a TV that he's got to get up and change channels. So when people start telling him, hey, you know what, Dean? You don't have to stay at the Four Seasons. Guess what? We got a room for you at the Wyndham out in Gardenia. He's like, I'll fuck that. Fuck that. I am going to the fucking Four Seasons, okay? Well, hey, tell you what, man. We got, hey, calm down. We got a nice room at the Days Inn in Escondido. Yeah. What would you say? Bullshit. I'm not going to no goddamn Escondido. I'm going to Waikiki, and I'm getting those goddamn towels and those macadamia nuts. Yes. That's what Dean's saying. And so all, I just see these quotes, and I'm like, stupid, <laughs> stupid. I think he said that about San Diego. He said it because he's in a political game. Exactly. Dumb and shits. none of you assholes know shit <laughs> what was in that guy's head. You know why I know that? Because Dave and I talked to him a lot. Yeah, we did. Starting in 1998 to the time we left in 2016. At least twice a year. So figure out the math. And I'll tell you this. I don't have a fucking clue what was in that guy's head. I'm not sure Dean knew what was in his head. I don't think Bill Johnston or Mark Fabiani or Fred Mass or anybody else. I don't think there was this big picture. You're giving him way too much credit. Absolutely. Way too much credit. They lived in the moment. If they were one thing, I firmly believe, in my opinion, that he believed this city should treat him like Dallas treats Jerry Jones or Atlanta treats Arthur Blank or fill in any other name you want. And he made a huge mistake on that. But I remember, Dave, when we would get press releases on a Monday and it would say tomorrow the Chargers will be donating 65 bicycles or 65 computers at some inner city elementary school. And this was back in 2001, 15 years before they left. Yep. And I would say to the Chargers, let us have Terrell Fletcher on the show to promote the event you're doing. And the Chargers mindset was, no, nah, it's not what it's about. We just want to do the right thing. We're not looking for the publicity to which Dave and I and anybody else would say, at some point, you're going to need the votes in this city. Yes. It doesn't make us a genius. It was just common sense. And now when you tell people that hate him, you understand, I don't give a shit. I didn't cheer for that team. I don't have a Chargers tattoo. I have nothing at all. But I can tell you when I say to people, because for 20 straight weeks, for four straight years, if not longer, we would get a press release on Monday night talking about what they were doing in the community. And you would bring that up to people today. And they're like, God damn, I didn't know that. No, I didn't know they were doing that. Of course you don't. Because we're fucking doing it in the in the dead, silent yeah. night. 
Buying vans for boys and girls clubs. And, right. Yeah, they did a bunch of shit. All this shit. Every uh, week. And they didn't tell anybody. They didn't do anything. For whatever reason, they just could not find a way to engage with this community. But there's nobody, there's nowhere for them to play. And then I heard uh, some shit. What was it? Costa today had some asshole on from St. Louis. Worst fucking city in the world. And this asshole's like, oh, you know, we're our ratings are as good as they are in L.A. And right now it would make a lot of sense to move the Chargers to St. Louis. Are you out of your fucking mind, kid? Are no you way. Of, there's, I would I would have ended the uh, the interview. Listen, I'm sure you're having a great day, and maybe later tonight you'll go back and go through your Willie McGee cards. There's, <laughs> there's not a goddamn chance in hell that Dean is moving that team to St. Louis. No. And the NFL is not going to force Dean to move out of L.A., the number two media market, to the TWA Dome exactly. or whatever the fuck they call it. And the idea that Cost and Judd sat there, oh, okay, oh, interesting. Well, it said calls and text on it. They're not, use your fucking head, <laughs> you two shitheads. <laughs> or dress up, Costa, like corn on the cob again. You're goddamn 61 years old and you're dressing up like you're corn on the cob. For fuck's sake, kid. Huh? Jesus, for Toph's sake. Do you have a fucking brain in... Do you have a mirror in your house? <laughs> do you have a mirror? Do you have a brain in that little pee head? <laughs> Dipshit. Jesus. You asshole. <sighs> For Tove's sake. Save Tove. Dude, I My think Tove has had it with his dad already. Tove Don't you has. think so? Adopt, let's, let's, <laughs> I'm going to You never defended me when your partner yelled at me for being a bad bowler. Fuck you, dad. Fuck you, dad. And stop dressing up like corn. All the guys at the La Jolla Tennis and Yacht Club are yelling at me. <laughs> when I flew the scout to Dubai, I couldn't even eat my second steak. I was so upset. Grandpa said, do you want the champagne? I said, Grandpa, are you joking? My dad's dressed up like corn. <laughs> That idiot. <laughs> Who sent me that picture? <laughs> Did you guys see that picture on social yes. media of Costa? Yeah, I saw it. He's dressed up like a centipede or something. What the hell is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, train wreck, man. <laughs> it's a complete fucking train wreck. But goddamn, Dave, I laughed for 20 Jesus. minutes when I looked at that shit. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> he said he's 61. He's close, isn't he? <laughs> I don't think he's 61. I'm trying to think. I think he's... Actually, I know he's going to be 55 next week. Are you he's, sure that's yeah, it? I yeah. think he's 56. No, he, no, he, no, I think he was born in 64. I'm pretty positive. Is that right? I think so. I remember... Because we were at his 50th birthday party. Oh, shit. You're right. And we, we were at his... God dang, dude. I remember, I feel so full bad about this because, again, Ernie Martinez, the nicest guy going. But we had the party, I think it was like his brother in law's house in yeah. the backyard. Yeah. I remember Mike Goff was there. Yeah, it was great. And I'm up on like Mount Soledad. Something like that. And I Beautiful. remember, you know, I'm a big Alabama fan and I'm looking at my fucking phone and Alabama's playing LSU and they're losing. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm like, fuck, they're going to win the national championship. And Ernie Martinez just comes up to me and starts talking about fucking nothing. He's like the guy in Boogie Nights right. talking about the lights while the guy's right. banging his wife in the driveway, you know? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and I go, God dang it, Ernie, we just shut the fuck up. Shut up. Completely disgust turning out. And then Alabama wins. I'd go find Ernie. He's, a, you know, Ernie's the easiest guy in the world to apologize to. But I completely just ripped his head off in front of a bunch of people that I didn't even know. That's embarrassing. It was, but that was Mike's 50th. So that was five, that was five uh, yeah. years ago. Makes sense. Yeah, there you go. That's when we liked it at extra. Yeah. Remember <laughs> <laughs> those days? That was before we knew what the hell it was all about. Remember that bullshit? That was it. Yeah, I fucking felt bad about the whole fucking thing. Damn. Uh, too, too crazy as fuck. Here, here, I gotta ask you: When's your next basketball? I mean, football game you're going to for the Aztecs? Um, well, I leave a week from tonight, and then I'm gone for a week. So I think it's, uh, I think it's. They play Nevada this weekend. Are you going on the ninth? Nope, I don't go to that game. And then my kids are going next Friday. It's a Friday game. I go to. Friday's Fresno State. They go to that one, and then I go to uh, BYU. Okay, on the 30th. Yeah, what day of the week is that? Oh, That's a Saturday. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's a Saturday. Saturday of uh, Thanksgiving week, right? Yep, Thanksgiving weekend. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yep, I go to that. Because Friday night, I'm at the coach house in San Clemente seeing old school X with John Doe and the Blasters. My man Phil Alvin back up from walking pneumonia. I know it's not uh, Liam Gallagher, like that bitch Woods likes. I'm going to be old school in it. <laughs> With Lee Ving. Yeah. All those guys from X and uh, and the Blasters. So that's the night. And then the next night, I'll be out at Qualcomm for my... Yeah, I paid like fucking 350 bucks yeah. a ticket, and I get to go to two games. You that, could, with that money, you could have gone to another Clipper game. Shit. Holy shit. The reason I bring it up to you is San Diego mm -hmm. State basketball started yesterday, okay, mm -hmm. against Texas Southern. This San Diego State schedule is such a goddamn joke. There's basketball? No, yeah, they don't play anybody. I mean, it, it's so fucking bad, and I'm to the point where I just hate college basketball. As you said, yeah. you're, you're you're starting to watch the NBA because your kids yeah, have major interest. How many guys are you watching now that are from Europe? You know, the, yeah. And you realize these guys never played college basketball here. I have no, no. connection to these motherfuckers. And then you sit there and you go, well, who's San Diego State playing if I have an interest in going to a basketball game? There's nobody. There's this, It's the worst I've ever seen. Yeah. And I, I'm not pointing the finger straight at Brian Dutcher, but who the fuck makes the schedule? Bad. Probably that asshole uh, marketing guy that books. Uh, I was going to buy a six-game season ticket package. There's nobody in the top 25. No. Fuck no. I was like, dude, <laughs> I'll go to one game. We'll take the trolley. Grand Canyon. Yeah. Is Thunder Dan still there? No. Yeah, he might be. I thought you meant as a player. No. No, but I'm like, San Diego State sucks from a marketing standpoint. I love the Aztecs, man. But I want my kids to love the Aztecs. Yeah. And one of the things that really, really helps, I told you, the other night, you go to the NBA, goddamn, it was insane, fun. Now, all their merchandise is way overpriced, so you walk out of it, and you go, well, we didn't get them anything, but still, they had the experience of being there. Shit, man, you go to a San Diego State game, and it's just like, it feels like the entire marketing staff's asleep at the wheel. How do they not take advantage of missing a team like the Chargers and go, okay, look, we're going yeah, to get, get the sports fans. We're going to get the money. Uh, I don't know, but it's really, 
I'm bummed that I'm not going to the uh, to the Boise State game because I love the team. I really do. I love Rocky Long. I love the team. And we'll go to a couple of basketball games this year. I don't know what the schedule will be. But shit, I'll probably go out and watch the Toreros play too because my kids love it. So I'll do that. And then they want to go to uh, Pauley Pavilion. So oh, I'm that's gonna cool. Go, I'm going to see three college basketball games at least this year. At least one Aztec, at least one Torero. And because we did the Galen Center last year, they want to do Pauley Pavilion. Got, yeah, that's cool. They like going into different venues. Well, that's so I'm cool. down with that. That's all. And yeah. when you explain what the history of UCLA, oh, yeah. even no, though it's, it's been that. redone, that's pretty cool. Dan Marley is, by the way, still at Grand Canyon. Still right there. I have a question for you. Yeah. We love big-time college football. Yeah. I almost fell out of my chair the other day when I saw USC is close to hiring Mike Bone former athletic director at San Diego State uh, who moved on to Cincinnati as athletic director at USC. Yeah. And the stories that I heard about this guy were unbelievable. There is a story that he was traveling, and I'll leave the writer out whose name it was because I don't know how common the knowledge is. But the story was that they were on the same flight. Again, I wasn't there, so we'll take it with a grain of salt, but I like my source a lot who told it to me. And Mike Bone tells the TSA agent about the reporter behind him, hey, he's the guy with the drugs. (laughs) And they drugged the reporter into secondary. The other story that I heard about him was that they did an article about him. I think it was like in his hometown. And it was when the whole cloning sheep thing was going on. Yeah. And that apparently, again, according to my source, Mike Bone grabbed a sheep by like the face and started like shaking it. Hey, I bet there's another one just like you. And you go, what the hell is that all about? Right? What in the hell? Yeah. LA Times is saying that as as recently as 36 minutes ago, he's going to be the new athletic director. Well, they thought so until... Uh, again, and maybe he still will be, but his plan was to come to USC and hire Urban Meyer. Yes. And everybody is talking about Urban Meyer coming to USC. You and I don't see any day in the LA Times. You and I don't see any day on 710 with Bergman or on 570. How come nobody ever says, can we be reminded why Pat Hayden ran Ed Orgeron out of town? Head coach at LSU. Yeah. The one loved that, being at USC. All the players oh. loved him. Yes. Yeah. The guy whose team is now number two in the country. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Recruited like a maniac. Yeah. Pete Carroll always said yeah. how much fun it was on those USC teams for Lane Kiffin and Ed Orgeron to be recruiting against each yeah. other on the same staff. Like, all I see is Urban Meyer. How come nobody says, how the hell... Did we run that guy out of town? Yeah. Wanted to be there. Ed Orgeron, also the movie The Blind Side, he's the one that landed Michael Orr. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck. You ever God. seen the movie? Yeah. Have you not seen it? <laughs> I feel like goddamn the miracle worker talking to a lot of you like you're goddamn Helen Keller. <laughs> Shit. Stomp your goddamn foot. He got him. My God. All the players wanted him, and they're like, fuck it, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm looking at Urban and the whole thing, yeah. and I go, 
Nobody even mentions. Like, why? Hey, Pat Hayden, you're not doing anything now. Why'd you get rid of this guy? 100% right. I'm with you on that one. Doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense. I don't think they thought he was L.A. cool. That Coach O is just that a little off. That is a huge mistake. Yeah, because the kids don't give a fuck. With that, he has the Brady Hoke voice Yeah, with the Cajun twinge. I could listen to him talk all day long. Yeah. When you see him, just first glance, who does he remind you of? Oh, that's a good question. When uh, you look at him. Go ahead. Who are you thinking? Basilio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying before he talks. I'm not saying that, oh, but just funny. when you look at him. I just laugh at the hair is just jet black, too. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. But can you I imagine if, if Ed was at SC? Yeah. Incredibly likable. Yeah, he is. I feel like somewhere along the line, we had him on one of the shows. And uh, when he was there at SC and recruiting, loved it. Would have been great. They'd be in the mix every year. Yeah, absolutely. Because I love USC football. I'm Dave, I'm telling you, the idea of Urban Meyer coming there, it feels like he'll be a five-year guy and then you're done. He'll fake a heart attack or and or be in a scandal. Yeah. You know, here's the funny thing with Urban. I think Urban thought he had the SC job oh, locked 100%. up too. Because otherwise he wouldn't take he would have taken the ESPN college football job that he used to have. Mm-hmm. Instead, his family goes West Coast, lives in L.A., all ready to go from Fox straight to USC. You tell me he hasn't been looking at houses on what his plans are over the next yeah. year? Yeah. They're going to go to Florida State? Uh, no, nah, that's that's a terrible job. Um, I don't know what the fuck happens to Urban now that you say that. It, USC, they're, they're crazy not to offer him the moon. I mean, yeah. you're, you're out of your mind. Urban's a top five college coach. USC is awful. And you'll uh, you'll send, sell a ton of tickets. Yep. But... You may have the USC president. I don't know. I mean, the boosters got involved last time. Yeah. And that's why mistakes were made, because you listen to the boosters who told you to hire Lynn Swan, and that was a disaster. Mike Bone's done a great job. He left here. I'm trying to think. He went here uh, and went one place, and then he ended up at Cincinnati. So he's bounced around a couple of different places. Uh, he really wasn't here long enough to make an impact on the program. Yeah. But he's loved in Cincinnati. But the story that the Times had the other day was that he was coming to USC looking to hire Urban Meyer. San Diego State, Colorado, Cincinnati. That's right. Okay. Yeah, How he, long was he here? He was only here from 2003 to 2005. Yeah. Colorado, 2005 to 2013. Cincinnati 2014-2019, and it's already on. It's already there that he's been hired by USC. Wow. It's already up right now. Well, we'll see what happens because they uh, – Great porn star name, by the way. Yeah, Mike Bone. Yeah. <laughs> Bone and Joan. <laughs> hey, don't you guys have friends named Joan? Why don't you clean it up a little bit? I'll tell you what, Harry. I want my Joan and Bone to Joan. He's a little fella, isn't she? Jesus. He's sweet. Oh, she's sweet on Big John. <laughs> a little John's pawn. Get out of here, Ed, you dick. Hey, Ed. Hey, Ed. Other than that Build-A-Bear, when's the last time you put your dick in something, you fucking pervert? Dude, when I look at him, he looks too old for you to goof on him now. <laughs> Ed does? Ed's, old. Ed's aged, yeah. Fuck, you've been making fun of him for 20 years. 
Jesus. When I saw him the other day, I was like, God, that's the same fucking guy. That's him. Yeah. Still running. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't even look at him. Ah. I think it's the only time and all the times we've done shit. We've said a lot of yeah. bad things about a lot of people. But fuck, dude, I couldn't even look at him. <laughs> Jesus. I was like, if this guy starts talking to me at the list, I'm going to laugh right in his fucking face. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Dave, you know what you told me? Say, hey, hey, you little fucking twerp. <laughs> Get in there, you little shrimp. Bring me back one of them po' boy sandwiches. I can't get Go get one, Eddie. Oh, look at big, tough Dean with all his tough talk. <laughs> Dean, oh, you, I'm not fucking, oh, oh, I bet when you were getting ready to color your hair today, Dino, you just shook that paint can with a vigor. (laughs) (laughs) Dean had to be intimidated by John Butler, right? No, I fucked him up. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> you know, think about it. They're on the same floor, right? Yeah, we were right down the hall. I said, you take the little shitty office <laughs> with no air conditioning at my office now and take your weak 70s goddamn sailing magazines out of here. What the fuck? Hey, go read your Dennis Connor interview, asshole. I'm putting jugs in here. That's what men read, you little bald shit. And guess what? John just got a raise, Denny Dean. Well, I need to... No, you don't need to do nothing. Sign the check, fuck. Dude, I hate to say it. That's exactly how I think it went. <laughs> right? Yes. Hey, okay. hey, guess what, Dean? Your kid's got a real bright future for football. Well, I pre... Don't talk! <laughs> How long do you think it took Dean to make that hire to go fuck? God. I don't feel comfortable in my own building. I tell you, Susie, I don't like being shouted at. <laughs> it's insubordination. I looked that word up. <laughs> Who was, I can't think of the guy. Who's the guy that was his assistant from Buffalo also from Tennessee? What the fuck was his Buddy name? Buddy Nix. Buddy Nix. I loved Buddy. I love Buddy Nix. I loved AJ. Yeah. Until AJ became GM. And then remember, yeah, he changed the quickly. funniest shit. So we go to 1090. We get fucked into that spot, take it over for Kaplan. And, uh, and by the way, how the fuck are those two guys at San Diego State? Don't they have any shame? <laughs> <laughs> Sitting down there in media row? Yeah. I, I don't know how Hacks you can work. I was like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. I don't know how you can work for Sided, knowing that your boss is there calling. That's a fake valor. Or a stolen valor. Stolen valor. With his credential. Poor Mike May. He didn't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, I saw those two yeah, dinks down that. there last night. Like, where the fuck's Brandon Stone supposed to sit? <laughs> um... So, yeah, so we get fucked into taking that 1090 show. And the funniest shit was that Cap had just blown up all bridges. Yeah. I forgot to ask him they about it. They always say we blew up all bridges. He blew up a shitload of bridges. Cap blew up a shitload. But, again, like, there's 
Like, who are the guys right now? He's the only guy left, right? They don't really. There's really nobody there. No, there's nobody. Like nobody on extras taking an edgy take. They're all just no. Everybody just tells you what you want to hear. That's yeah. all, that. That's the new radio. Right. The new radio is not opinions. It's it, I'm, we're just going to tell the audience what they want to hear. Yeah, and telling me what to do with my smart speaker. If yeah. I hear that shit one more time, I'm going to take my smart speaker over to Solana Beach and take it to the back of fucking Wood's head. What, wait, wait, wait. Is this, what's the smart speaker? Oh, shit. You can't listen to the station for... All I've heard is Darren say that he has constant uh, conversations with his uh, with the, the fucking Amazon thing. Uh, 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 Alexa. Yeah? Yeah, says he has constant... <laughs> Dude, if I'm talking to Alexa, like, I don't need a wife and I'm just talking to Alexa, yeah. it's a major fucking problem. Yeah, you probably need to be committed. Yeah. Because we've got Plum Loco. <laughs> That's what Didn't it sounds like he's that, doing. What was that movie that um, Joaquin Phoenix made? Was it her? God, how do you know that title? Because I saw that fucking movie. It was terrible. I hated it was that Scarlett movie. Scarlett Johansson was the voice, yeah, right? Well, that's real smart. Why don't we just take a smoking hot chick and never see her? Yeah. That's great. Hide her behind the yeah. wall. Yeah. Well, don't be afraid to cast Wendy Williams for that one then. I mean, Jesus Christ. If I'm going to look at Scarlett Johansson, maybe I'll buy a ticket. Yeah, yeah. you're never going to fucking see her. No. You're going to see this asshole with the cleft palate. Fuck him. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck him. Asshole. Um, is that really what he said? Yeah, he says he has constant conversations with Alexa. Because if you're like me, you're having constant conversations with Alexa. I'm like, no. No, I'm, I have conversations yeah. with people. Yeah. The movie was called Her. I fucking just looked it up. I Do you have an Alexa? I have one. It's sitting on the floor in my closet. Never opened 100%. it out of the box. In a little white and blue box? Yeah, I've never yeah. opened it up. Do you have one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who gave it to you? Uh, shit, I think I bought it. Typical okay. Best Buy, $40. And you've never used per- it once? Oh, fuck no. Yeah. I got one last year for Christmas. We've never opened it. But that's that, what that asshole Woods is yelling at me about 50 times a day. Hey, tell your smart speaker, pay 90. Hey, you fuck off. <laughs> Stop talking to me like I work for you, Woods. You dick. I'll tell my fucking smart speaker whatever I want. Okay? I've gotten to this point in my life taking very limited advice from you. Some. And it's been good. That's There's good advice. Yes. Love the guy. Like family. But this fucking guy just telling all of you that may be sitting there listening to Led Zeppelin or uh, Olivia Newton-John, whatever you prefer. Now, that's not good enough for fucking Woods. This fucking dick. Hey, this is Woodsy. What the fuck do you want? I do laugh that commercial <laughs> that they did that damn seven mile casino commercial. I like that, the one they took the one off. Because I'm like, neither one of these fucking guys have time to go to any casino. They took the one off that was so great, and and he'll hear this tomorrow. You gotta text me, Woods, because okay. I know you'll hear it. You yeah. don't have to admit it on the air. Why did they take the one off the air that was so funny when he said, Hey, they have an area where you can smoke, which I know appeals to you. He said to Ben. <laughs> and it was so funny. And they took that one off. And Ben doesn't give a shit. I know that's a, I know Ben didn't do anything to take that off. Unless the client said something. But That's I, funny. That room was really, really funny. But those two guys are like uh they're like Coach and Randy doing the report card. Yeah. Like even if you two hand jobs like playing California blackjack, change it up. Ben, well, I like playing California yeah. blackjack and woods. 
You know what I do when I'm in seven? It's only seven miles from here. I go down there. I play California yeah. blackjack. And then I thumb wrestle in the parking lot. Yeah. Bullshit. Neither one of these assholes have time for anything. That's what cracks me up. Well, I mean, do they have Cleopatra, the slot game? Do they have Pai Gow? I mean, God, fuck. Okay? I got it. You guys like playing blackjack. <laughs> we got it because you're so nutty and silly. You guys can't. Ah, you're so crazy. Like, fuck, you can't separate from each other for seven minutes? But then, yeah. you know, this is what I love, too, and nobody wants to talk about this. This is a dark, dirty 97.3, the fan secret. So they do that silly little bit, don't do this, which is really funny. It's a really fun little because the shit that they tell you about people, they're all fucked up. But yeah. they're funny. They whoever put and I think they I don't know, whoever puts it together, whether Stephen Benner doing it or Paul helps out, it's a funny thing. But then they finish that bit and they have to shut up because they play a sounder that that's sponsored by the Hamul Casino. Oh really? Another casino I couldn't wow. find if you offered me a thousand dollars. If Dave, if you said right now, listen. Yeah. You you leave East Lake. I'm gonna give you a thousand dollars, but here's how you win it. Yeah, you've got thirty five minutes. No GPS. Yeah, don't fucking cheat. You got thirty five minutes to get to the seven mile casino. It's right I here. Couldn't, I couldn't. It's right in Chula Vista. I couldn't do it. I just looked it up while you're talking because I have no idea where the fuck it is, even though it's in Chula Vista. Yeah, I mean, there's but a I, lot of shit that's yeah. seven minutes away. Yeah, I just don't know what fucking direction <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> Right? Yeah. I mean, if I go down here, Main Street, then yeah. I take a left down third. Yeah. At the third light, I take the fork in the road. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of shit that said, we, we don't live in fucking uh, Butte, Montana. That's funny as shit that you just We just go that. down one road, and then all of a yeah. sudden, seven mile down, Dave. Yeah, it's literally in the city where I've been for 30 years. I have no idea where the fuck it is. No fucking idea, but I guess you can play California Blackjack, that's what and I that's hear. it there. But the tables are full, because Ben and uh, Woods are taking up two seats 24 yeah. hours seven. Be there Saturday when Donna Fargo's in town. You could offer me a thousand bucks to go there. I couldn't fucking find it. But listen tomorrow when those two assholes shut up. What? Who the fuck is running the sales staff over there? <laughs> Stevie Verissimo, who's my main man and my yeah. radio godfather, and he is for you too. We love him. He's family, and he's another guy who's a king that knows more about the, or forgotten sure more than we'll ever know. Stevie V. If you're hearing this, how the fuck do you have two guys that do commercials for Seven Mile Casino? Since they started, and yet they only play one game. And then, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, hey, you know what I love, Dave? I love going to IHOP. Well, I do too, because I like the Eggs Benedict. When I go there, I get the Eggs Benedict. I'm going to say this every day. Every hour, every day. Every day. Because I'm so witty with my best friend here. We love each other because we're silly. Yeah. Hey, we go to the food truck. Yeah. But the question is, how do you have the main thing, right? Yeah. And then you're one bit. Like, I mean, I, they do a bunch of funny shit. They have one bit, their main thing, and you let another fucking... Like, if you go, hey, it's Viejas, yeah. it's Saquon, it's Pachanga, it's Paula, Harris, Valley View, right? Yes. 
I don't know, Hamul Casino might be great. You could tell me I got $2,500 and a fucking handy from Kay Parker root, <laughs> waiting in there. I, I'd lose out on that, too. What the fuck is that? What the fuck's that casino? Like, is that the one when you're driving east on the 8? We've all seen it. You're driving east on the 8 like you're going to Viejas. And you look down to the right, and in some fucking canyon, there's just a building, and it says casino on the seat on the roof in like Christmas lights. You've the, seen you're that. You're talking about the Hamul Casino? No, or I'm the, talking about seven, what, whatever oh, the one is, oh, like yeah. you're driving to Alpine. Yeah. And before you get out to oh, Viejas, yeah. on the right, just down in some fucking hillbilly <laughs> canyon. Maybe it's illegal gambling. Some guy's garage. Shit. I have no idea. I could tell you where the Humul was. You that know one, where that one is? That one I know. That's the old Hollywood casino. That one I actually know. So is that out off like ninety four? It's really close to here. That's ten minutes from here. From here? From right from my house, right now. How would you get there from here? Hey, you, I'll tell you the street. Lake Crest Drive. You make uh, from where we are. You make a right on Otay uh, Lakes Road, and you just keep going, and you basically run right into it. Yeah, yeah, that it, is so weird to me. Yeah. There's like a Tony Gwynn like bar in there yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I've actually been to that yeah. one. Yeah. I couldn't find my way back there, but I've been to that one. I ran into Thor last time I was there. I've been there twice. I ran into Thor. Love that kid. Yeah. Um, Fuck. Anyway, there you go. All right. Well, that yeah, that's all I had. Okay. <laughs> I had one other thing from 97.3. That is funny. Oh, Ahead, here's go, my go here's my fuck you to Steve Woods. Okay, I thought we already did it. <laughs> no, there's more coming. Good, it's a good episode for him. I uh, he's he refuses to acknowledge anything's wrong in the world. Yeah, right. Yeah, because you're on these same text messages. Yes. So he has Chris Mortensen on every week. To me, there are certain repeat guests. One show in town repeats 10 guys named Adam, and I, I just don't care about them. And when they come on, I just I change the dial because I'm like, I'm nothing there. They, um, Ben and Steve, have repeat guests, but yeah. they have guys you want to hear. John Heyman is great. If they tell me John Heyman's coming up, I'm sticking around. Chris Mortensen, I think, is on Wednesdays. I hear him a lot, and that is just great. And Mort's really good with Stephen Ben. Like, I don't know how they get him or whatever happened. Yeah, okay, good enough. Yeah. But they it's a great it's a yeah. great ten minutes of radio. Really, really good. Yeah. That was a Tatino hookup. So they, they that was an old Tatino deal that he used to have at six ninety to ten ninety yeah. to, to hear. Okay. So last week they have Jason Lockenfora. Yeah. Now, Lockenfora was a NFL columnist. He's been an insider for CBS TV. Incredibly strong credentials in the National Football League. This guy could not go a sentence without saying, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dave, he must have said it 15 times. Wow, that's a horrible tick. It was Awful to the point where you're like, who is this? <laughs> and when they said it was Jason LaConfora, yeah, you're like, you got to be kidding me. So 
I send Woods a text. I go, dude, I don't know how you do it, right? But yeah. that completely took away from the interview. I He's got really good stuff. <laughs> and I go, hey, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Did he write back? You should have wrote back, ha, 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 after you said go fuck yourself. Because that's what his response is. It was right yeah. back. You can say go fuck yourself, and he'll just do the laugh at Did you. Did you hear Lock and Fora? No, nah, I know exactly what you're talking about, though. He he does do that move. That one or the guys that do, you know. That that is all right, you know. But but this you know? is a guy who's yeah. been Yeah. I understand you fight that battle sometime yeah. oh, with Woods, athletes. Yeah. No, Woods figured it out. He's not controversial. He doesn't like to be controversial though. That's why everybody likes him. Everybody likes Woods. Everybody does. Yeah. There's nobody that dislikes the guy. He doesn't go after anybody. He just shows up, he, he makes you laugh and he does his job. He has to notice that though, right? Oh, of course. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Or he's just not listening. Yeah. I mean, if it's the the bass player from the original Stone Temple Pilots, he'd probably be mad. But yeah, oh, this guy got great information. Oh, thanks, asshole. (laughs) Yeah, like, just go, hey, Jason, we know what you're saying. We heard you the first 11 fucking times you said it. And what you should do, (laughs) just say, as a producer, you go, hey, listen, can I share one thing with you? Because I really like having you on this show. Yeah. I really do. You're insanely informative. Can I please send you this tape and listen back to it? And if you get frustrated, I'm not doing it from a place of hate. I'm not doing it to make fun of you. I'm not doing it to mock you. But you have to hear how many times over an 11-minute conversation you use the phrase, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And I feel it diminishes what you bring that not a lot of people bring. And if you listen, I'm just, I want you to be great. Yeah. Because I think you're great. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Fuck face. (laughs) Yeah. So if any of you heard that and you were going nuts, I tried to offer the host a little bit of a nudge to get it better. And he just sat there and continued writing mock lineups for his next fucking baseball tournament in Brawley. <laughs> I was doing something terrible. When he's out there at the fucking... Yeah. What, what's the next invitational he's going to be at out there, Dave? Who's out there? For any, anything for Soundgarden. Anything that'll make him cry. <laughs> Cheap. I'm sorry. You're better than that. You're not really. You, you really asshole. Not. I'm sorry, Woods. <laughs> I did not go. I didn't play. Listen, you can be mad at me, but I didn't play the sound garden card. <laughs> I didn't. I can't do I that. I just want to be in the car with the bow when a sound garden song when comes Temple on. Temple of the Dog comes yeah, on. Yeah. I just want to see him cry in front of his kid and have his kid ask, Dad, why are you crying? And <laughs> listen to this mom. long-winded fucking story. And then have him finish when he's done telling the story to Bo. You know what I'm saying? And look, watch his kid trying to get out of his fucking car seat. I'm trying to open the door. I got to get the fuck out of here. This is what I'm stuck with. This old man. (laughs) (laughs) Sniffling. Yeah. Crying. Like it's that fucking seasons in the sun. Yeah, as Bo's trying to hand him his fucking pacifier. You want to put this in your mouth, bitch? Jesus. Pull it together. We're going to drop me out from school in a second. My friends are going to be crying. <laughs> Fuck. Bo called his old man a yeah. bitch. 
He may have. I, oh, yeah. I watched him I hit that. He cusses more than you do. <laughs> God, I watched him hit that ottoman. He lost his mind. That's the best kid on social media. I, I love that kid. I don't know how I, the hell uh, Woods explained that to his mother-in-law, though. There's no way that shit went over oh, well. Oh, wow. When he's <laughs> yelling fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That kid, he's done He's done three things right in his life. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm trying to think of the third. Go ahead. I'll tell you. What do you have for number one? Oh, well, number one, we'll go in order. It's Hannah. Right, 100%. Two is Bo. Number two is Bo. I don't have a third. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what the third one what was. He accepted the invitation to come on this podcast and yeah. establish his friendship. That's true. Because he can say what he wants. Nobody looks out for him more than we do. Oh, that's true. Someone said something about, it, about bad about Woods. It's on. It's go time. Yes. And he knows it. Yeah, yeah, he should. We already told him. If shit's going down at brick by brick... You know that we're not like Darren fucking going out front calling an Uber. We're right there. <laughs> he's, just, he's just contacting Uber. Pick me up in the back. Usual place. Now I'll be running. I'm the guy in the galaxy shirt. Oh my gosh. Oh shit, they're coming. I had knocked this out. I got okay, I got a couple go. things I want to uh, I got a minute. I got a Padre thing for you, and I got a, a question of the day for you as well, which I'm curious uh, to know what your answer is going to be. <laughs> is that from that little filly down the street? Did she send the question? <laughs> no, you know, she liked it. This is a, a it's a life question concerning me, but at the same no, time, I want to know what you would do. Um, want to thank uh, Alan Taylor, Taylor Made Pools. Spoke to Alan today. Alan's great, man. He's doing a fantastic job with Taylor Made Pools. Now's the time to get in touch with Alan. Look, it's November. And this is where you think times would be slowing down. That's not the case. This is how it works when you work with tailor-made pools. People start figuring out what's going to happen next summer. What's going to happen during those spring breaks? Is your pool going to be in working condition? Do you have the pool of your dreams? Tailor-made pools, they have the pool of your dreams. All you have to do is call the number, 619-449-4452. Get on Allen's schedule as soon as possible, 619-449-4452. Here's the deal. We have some incredibly cool... Uh, Jake's Project shirts, a lot of them in women's sizes, which is great, from our friends uh, Alan and Amy at TaylorMade Pools. Uh, you can hit us up on social media, at Dave Palais, at Jeff Dotsith, and we'll figure out how to get you one. Man, they are just fantastic, and I couldn't be a bigger fan of uh, those two for all they have done for this show, for the charity, and for what they do for the city of San Diego. But yeah, Dave, uh, I was saying, a week from tonight, I will be in beautiful, the province of Ontario, Canada, where the high a week from tonight is scheduled to be 22 degrees. Nice. Guess what they don't need right now in Toronto? A tailor-made pool. It's called an ice rink. But guess what? Yep. None of you are going there, so why not get one? <laughs> and I talked to my son after work tonight. I go, hey, how was uh, school? He goes, man, it was hot. And I go, you know what? I got out of my office for a little bit in Carlsbad today about 2.30. Yeah, it is hot at 2.30. And you go, God, it is great. Yep. And what that means is, look, I don't know, global warming, any of that? Goddamn warm a lot. Yep. And as we're sitting here in the first week in November, it reminds you that your season for tailor-made pools is a long, long time. Yep. And you no longer have to look and say, well, we can go from May through August. 
God dang, you can go from March through December, if not longer. So make that phone call. Tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. And then if uh, you want one of the uh, women's shirts, we're going to figure out. We got a, a you know what live. We should do. We should have a, a live show in here again. I would love that. Yeah, we should do that soon. I would love that. And we will uh, all female audience. Let's start with that. <laughs> we sound creepy by saying that. Why? We only have female size shirts. No, I got a bunch of shirts. We got a bunch of stuff to give away. All right. We will start to plan the next live show. Yeah, let's do it before the end of the year. All right. I'm in for that. Okay. I'm in for that. Uh, disappointing Joseph at the end of the street. <laughs> what? <laughs> My neighbors would love that. Have, uh, uh, well, yeah, we'll do another live show. Can I tell you one funny thing yeah, about Sean Walchef before you do the next thing? Yeah. Congratulations to Sean. Absolutely. Amazing news today for Sean, who's being nominated as Man of the Year by the Leukemia Society, who voted... The love of my life, Katie Temple. She doesn't know. I didn't know until two seconds ago. <laughs> but Katie last year was voted Women of the Year. And now today, Sean's been nominated to be the 2020 Man of the Year. That's amazing. So excited. The best guy. Katie's outstanding. By the way, anchoring this weekend on Channel 8, set your DVR for our pal Katie Temple. But my Walchev story before I forget, just because we we're talking... We were in there, a handful of us, last week. We had just a really nice night on what would have been the one-year anniversary of Jake's passing. And it was on October the 30th, and my sons were there. Yeah. And uh, Sean said to my one son, what are you doing for your birthday? And I said, ah, it's great. I reserved their favorite table at Phil's Barbecue. (laughs) And, uh, And Sean, without missing a beat, goes oh you're gonna have a great time they they treat you really well over there and my son said to me dad we do it like don't do that don't do that stuff that's sean that's our guy oh that's hilarious i go five ten years ago when i met him yeah he might have been slightly impacted <laughs> I go, he didn't even blink an eye no. he's like oh phil's will treat you Dude, good I sean's go, another guy that never fucks anybody the greatest yeah the greatest, but congratulations. That's, our, that's like that's our old pastime. That's what we do. That's all we do. Fucking Woods and Sean never play the game. Costa will play the game. He rap fucks everybody. He's an asshole. <laughs> I tell you what, he's the angriest ear of corn I've ever seen in my life. And, uh, and Dave and I have said off and off the air, our goal for 2020 is to be a lot more like Steve Woods and Sean Walchuk. <laughs> right? And when we said that, could you be that nice? No. no. You'd be so bored with yourself. You guys would be bored with me. <laughs> you couldn't take it. You'd lose your mind trying to yeah, be that nice. I can't do that shit. <laughs> Who's next that's on why, our list of... That's why Woods is crushing heaters while he shaves in the morning. He's just trying to get all the edginess out of him. Just because he can't say anything negative. I w- isn't there a part of you, like, as much as we love that kid, married, and a dad... I think we would have had a real good time. Yeah. With edgy heater. Yeah. He would have been too much for us. When he listened to his past, we couldn't have kept up. Doing blow at the end of the bar at yeah. the Chico Club. Yeah, we couldn't have kept up with him. I know, but that, he would have given us a little. Like, right now, we give him street cred. Yeah. He would have given us street cred before. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we, yeah, we'd have I'm to go. I'm with you 100% on this. We, You and I would be his first call from jail. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't calling Cantori. Because you can't afford to be next to him. Tim Pyle? Yeah, you can't call the guy that's arrested with you. 
No, it's like, who are those guys? All those guys from 91X. Tim Pyle. Yeah. And Halloran. We never knew any of those guys, but I liked all those guys because they did good shit in this how town. Did, how did Cantor and Woods do a show together? I thought two guys on parole weren't allowed to associate with each other. Oh, that's a good point. I don't know. Maybe they did on parole radio. <laughs> Hey, I also want to mention Brian Curry selling real estate all over San Diego County for many years. Again, he's our, my guy right now. Any neighborhood you want in San Diego, he's well-informed. He knows the right place to relocate, to buy your new house, to possibly move up or maybe scale down a little bit. Brian Curry is your guy because he's my guy. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Dave, the thing that's so important with a guy like Brian is he is going to know the questions that we don't think to ask. And I mention it again because, again, a friend of mine in Los Angeles looking at a condo, thought everything was done, was excited, started telling people we're going to buy it, and found out the HOA every month was about four fifty a month. Wow. And all of a sudden now you go, what? I <laughs> I can't do that. That's why you need somebody like Brian on your side that sees the big picture, that anticipates challenges beforehand. So before you set out that reserve the date, because we're going to have a housewarming and you assholes can bring me a cactus. <laughs> uh, Brian's already said, hey, hang on. I know you like this place. And it fits within your budget. But remember, the HOA is this. The parking is that. The schools. Uh, it's a bit of a commute. The challenge yeah. is. And man, you are going to say to yourself, like Dave said, and I've said a thousand different times, he's just the best. You can't have a part-time real estate agent who, when the rest of the time, they're, uh, I don't know, Line dancing at Cahoots. Is, yeah. that, is that place still open? No, it's not. You get the point, though. <laughs> you need a guy that's fully committed to it. That's why Brian's the best. And I told my buddy, I go, God damn, man, who are you using? Oh, my brother-in-law. Ah, that asshole. Never, never met works. the guy in my life. Never works. Big mistake. I also want to mention Dan Williams. He's your financial guy. People ask me this question all the time. I don't know why they ask me this question. Are we headed for a recession? Mm-hmm. What's happening right now financially? What do you think of the stock market? What do you think is going to happen with Trump? Look, Daniel Williams is your guy. I'm not a finance guy. Everyone has an opinion of what they think is going to happen. Talk to a pro. We're talking about your money. Also, the money that you have, you want it to last. Do you have enough to make it through your retirement? 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Dave, having a financial plan, Right now, I'm pretty happy with my financial plan, but it won't be that long before I have to work with Brian and Dan. I'm kind of looking after the start of the year. Yeah. Just said, get through the holidays, get through the start of the year, and then let's take a look. Like you said, when I said, uh-huh, about your question with the recession, I don't have a slightest clue. But man, do I like the guys on our team that can guide us and say, hey, this is the right time or the wrong time to buy. And when it's the right time, I'm going to need Dan Williams to help me establish that lending or that financial plan. Exactly. Uh, Dave, I just went through it uh, this week where I took my car in for a basic update. And the guy goes, hey, man, you have a dented wheel. And you go, oh, shit. How much is that? The guy goes, oh, it's 75 bucks. You go, no big deal. Calls me a day. Goes, God dang! I am so sorry. I misquoted you. It's two forty. Yeah, I was about to say seventy five bucks. Okay. Yeah. Well, all of that stuff when your transmission ends up, and then it's school pictures, and it's birthdays, and it's Christmas, and Thanksgiving, and braces, 
all of that adds up. So how are you able to work the mortgage payment, the insurance payment, and the car payment? You yep. have to contact Dan, 858-688-6813, and get the books. Go to sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff, sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff. Get the books. Man, there is nothing like having peace of mind when it comes to your overall financial plan, and Dan's going to help you get that. Absolutely. And finally, Kyle Fluger. Again, Kyle Fluger is your guy for websites. If you have a business right now that's not getting the attention that it needs, Kyle Fluger is your guy. 619-500-6621. I'm telling you, people are buying into it, Dave. I saw it today yeah. on social media that guys love our idea of babesonprobation.com. Yeah, I saw that. There are a lot of single guys. And there's a lot of girls that are looking for you single guys to get them back on track. All they need, I was at the Clipper game the other day and they're hyping Bumble and all this different shit. Which is hilarious. Yeah, good for those guys. That's yeah. fine. But when we have babesonprobation.com, yeah. look out. We're going to put so many families together and it's going to be awesome. How and the hell is Bumble a, a sponsor of the NBA? They were doing all kinds of shit the other night. They had more Bumble companies there, uh, couples there. But that's who you and I are going to be. When this goddamn new MLS soccer gets yeah. here, we're going to have a, a BOP. <laughs> we're going to have a BOP section. Babes on probation. Listen, you mock my idea. A lot of those chicks you talk about have been on celebrity uh, mugshots. Yes. They're all out on probation. So that's it. We're going to put it all together. Yeah. Me and Kyle Fluger. Uh, I've already signed up Glenn Geffner yeah. for Florida. I've signed up Jojo Tarantino for Peoria. Uh, Alan Horton for Minnesota. Yeah. It's going to be great. I love it. Uh, Josh Rosenberg emailed. He said, hey, I got a lot going on, but I'd love to have the Bay Area franchise. <laughs> Nobody I trust more than Rosie. He's in. Oh, my gosh. It's so damn funny that when you look at all the sponsors. Stevie Verissimo is going to have yeah. the greater Glendale area. <laughs> We're going to be all over. We're going to be franchised. I like this goddamn Popeye's chicken sandwich. We're going to be We're going to be melding hearts. That is, is so freaking funny. I'm dying to know what they thought in the NBA offices when that Bumble thing came across. Yeah, it's yeah. great. The hey. other night, they had, how well do you know your date? And they really? were out there. They had met on Bumble. Oh, that's funny crazy. Shit. It was great. The Lakers have Wish, which is horseshit. Do you ever been on Wish? Uh, Wish is no. like a cheaper version of Amazon. But oh, it's, it's okay. all shitty stuff. Like everything you'd get, you'd go, I wish this worked. <laughs> like I've got a watch, and I'm like, hey, this watch is good. This is horrible. Everything's oh, fucking terrible. Um, anyway, so so here are a couple things that's going to throw at you. Okay. Um, one is I have, you know, I get this all the time. Why don't you move back to L.A.? I get that yeah. all the time. Okay. Yeah. So one guy just had it with me completely yesterday. Like, why do you fucking talk about the teams that we love? Why don't you get the fuck out of here? Why don't you move back to L.A.? Is he a Patreon guy? And so, no, not a Patreon guy. How much would it take, okay, if, uh -huh. the, if people in San Diego raised money for you to leave permanently? Not, um, not, not, not the, obviously you couldn't come back and visit your kids, but basically... Yeah. Here's the deal. You leave. You got to get rid of your Twitter. And you, you basically, when you come to San Diego to see your kids, it's not for Jeff, yeah. the broadcaster. It's Jeff, just the dad. Uh, well, getting rid of Twitter is not hard to do. No, it isn't. But but I, I say I would throw it in. If the money's right, because that's what people want. They want me to shut the fuck up. Yeah. 
Uh, to leave, I'm just trying to think. How much you need to start over? I don't know. A hundred grand? <laughs> what do you really leave for a hundred grand? You would leave San Diego for a hundred thousand? To LA? To LA. Yeah, yeah. See, I was in the millions. I was like... I, millions? Yeah, because I'm looking at Willie Taggart, who got like 20 million bucks. Oh, well, yeah. And, you know, and, Willie Taggart. Yeah, well, hell, I, you want me out, you're going to fucking pay, you son of a bitch. I'm not just leaving for a hundred grand. I've been here for 30 fucking years. So What? You, you have no legacy grand, here. Hundred grand is nothing. You're That's, lucky we're giving you a hundred grand. You're lucky we don't give you a hundred thousand dollar candy bar until you get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Dude, people tell me to get the fuck out nonstop. Yeah. To, to, yeah. If you're leaving, you want enough where you don't want to have to look for a job in L.A. You just want to get the fuck out. Yeah, I got you. Don't have to move to L.A. You can move to Wyoming for all I gave a shit. I don't care. Oh, I know. I like that Wyoming question the other day. Uh, yeah, I could. Yeah. Would it bother you that people hated you that much that people raise money like a GoFundMe to get you the fuck out of town? <laughs> I should be asking you that question. That's what I'm saying. No, I, I, it doesn't bother me at all. Well, I would just say if with everything that you've accomplished in your life, what role, look at Norm Peters. The face clean. Dude, that is Norm. Those stats right there. There you go. Um, <laughs> face clean, you asshole. <laughs> Do it right by me. I know fastball. <laughs> Don't even tell that. Story. I'm not good. Love it. Uh, look at him acting like he's not on camera. Yeah, he knows. Fucking kid. Love that guy. Um, I'm sorry. I apologize because that <laughs> fucked me up too. Look, here's the thing. I I've advised a lot of people about let's say twelve weeks ago. I went through my social media. Yeah. And I didn't unfollow people. I just muted people. Yeah. Because here's why. There are times when I will see a conversation and a particular person I have muted is involved in it. Yeah. And I will go back and see what that person wrote. I would say seven out of ten times. I really like it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, man, those guys are great. They're funny. But then there's the other three times you're like, yeah, this is why I mute this shit. <laughs> but they're still at about a 700 clip. Gets you in the fucking Hall of Fame, kiddo. But not enough to unmute you altogether. So I just mute people. That's it. And so I don't see any of the minutia. I don't hear any of the long-winded conversations. I, I don't see anything. It's no disrespect. I just ask you, for any of these people to talk to you, what what have they ever done? When yeah. You, when you bought this house down here in Eastlake, were those assholes anywhere around to offer advice? Exactly right. Fuck no, they weren't doing shit. <laughs> Are we paying five bucks a month to listen to them? Yeah. No. See? Is 97.3 calling them and saying, hey, fill in with the woods, or saying, hey, stop hanging out out front. You're scaring Sue to Vincent. <laughs> you get the point. Yes. I don't, uh, listen, I wish everybody well. I don't, uh, I really don't, Dave. There's nobody on Twitter right now where you go, oh, I hate this guy or can't stand that guy. None of them. They're all good dudes. I just don't need to hear it. Yeah. And life is, I had this conversation with Jim Trotter the other day when we were there at Cali Comfort. He is the guy who has talked about muting people forever. And it just goes, you just go, hey, man, it's great. And all you see 
I see very few notifications. I see very few. I had a great conversation the last night with a couple of guys about the uniforms. Fuck, it was a blast. Love those guys. It was great. Good. Um, but I don't have to see anything. I don't see anything about Dean. I don't see anything about any of that shit that I feel like I lived that for 17 years. I don't feel like living yeah. it again. All right. So the other thing was um, coming up on Saturday, big college football game. Got LSU mm -hmm. taking on Alabama in, in Tuscaloosa. Um, Donald Trump to me is doing something pretty smart. Mm -hmm. And if you saw the World Series, he got booed like crazy. Mm-hmm. Went to UFC fight, Manhattan, uh, Madison night. Square Garden, got booed like crazy. Yep. Well, where's the one place to go they're going to cheer? Oh, yeah, go the south. They're going to cheer him in Alabama. And so it, it's kind of kind of wild that, hey, I got to get cheered somewhere. Like, yeah. In your mind, because the the uh, basically there was a huge uh, 39 elections yesterday, meaning mm -hmm. uh, on Tuesday, um, and they probably could have used some support of, you know, hey, look yeah. how popular he is. So he's going for his own ego. To mm -hmm. this game, it's not like he's an Alabama or LSU fan, even a college football fan, right? But it's 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 almost a genius move for the ego to go and go get cheered by yeah. one hundred and five thousand people, and it's right. going to be watched like crazy on TV and everything else. Mm -hmm. But go to a place where you're going to get cheered, yeah. But th is that ego? Uh, I I think all of us would do it. I, I don't I don't point the finger at him, like anybody, man. Like I I it's the All Star Game. I mean, yeah. the commissioner gets booed every time he gets announced in every sport. Yeah. Right? Gary Bettman gets booed every fucking time. Yeah. They all get booed. Yeah. But there there was a police chief in San Diego, Bob Bergren. Or Bergen. This goes way back. Okay. When was the All-Star game here prior to 94? 92. 92. So my buddy Deuce Bruce from Del Mar. Yeah. His mom... Worked at for SDPD and Bob Bergen or Bergren, whatever his name was, was the police chief. He went to Home Run Derby on a Monday night. Okay. They introduced him and he got booed. And it bothered him so much that he gave up his seats in the loge level behind home plate for the All-Star game. He yeah. hated it. He, he, while he was police chief and kind of in the public eye, never been in a situation like that where 40,000 or 50,000 people booed him. And I know that story because I ended up in those seats. Sweet. Great. Yes. It was me, Deuce Bruce, uh, Dennis uh, Weaver, McLeod, Jim, uh, Jim Garner, Rockford. Yeah. Eric Estrada was there. No way. I'm just thinking of every cop I could think of. <laughs> Kent McCord. Yeah. Marty Milner. And we had a great time. They embraced us because we backed the badge. Um, just like your bumper sticker in your car. What's the worst thing you ever did to your friend? <laughs> Other than That's a horrible question. What's the, I mean, we listen, Woods thinks he has it bad. My friend, Scott King. Yeah. Who, uh, his brother was on Family Feud, Jeff King. Yeah. Scott King, when he was about 16, had a, uh, like a Datsun. Yeah. Like one of those old cars. 
So me and my buddy Cheech, remember when they had alpha betas? Yes, of course. We're in alpha beta and they had like a uh, a rack of bumper stickers. And we found a bumper sticker that said, I, with the heart, sliced alone. So we bought it <laughs> and we went and we put it on Scott King's car. And Scott drove around for about three months. Shut up. Trying to figure out why people were giving him the thumbs up so he'd give the thumbs up back and waving until his dad, the late, great Jack King, said, hey, what the hell are you doing? What's his name? Jack King. <laughs> Sounds like another porn star. <laughs> Jack was the man. Jack was the guy that when he got really mad would say Jiminy Cricket. But then when me and the King boys went to the Ram games the other day, yeah, I found out that a guy that I loved because uh like a like uh you know all your buddies dads but jack was the guy who had a huge impact on all of us amazing guy he would get mad and he'd say jiminy cricket yeah my wife does that yeah well then we turned out later that jack watching the 79 charger game said about 19 straight <laughs> fucks <laughs> oh the fuck what the? and i go what <laughs> and i go that guy's even better than i knew before yeah, he had no time for his 16-year-old son driving around with that I Heart Sly Stallone sticker on Oh, that's guy. hilarious. Yeah. How do you had to let it go that long? You never watched his fucking car? Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it went for a while. At least a month. At least oh a month. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I would stop crying. <laughs> we're going to put one of those on your car. I wouldn't know his car if we were driving in it. What, what's he drive? I think he drives a Lexus SUV. Oh, that's a nice ride. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not doing that. I you thought, know, it's like, funny. Whenever you see someone, though, with a car that has bumper stickers all over it, you're like, that guy is living a uh, shitty life. Yeah, complete yeah. shitty life, especially yeah. those guys that have, like, a pickup. Yep. And then there's the trailer, and it's all covered. And, yeah. and then for some reason, they throw glitter on it. Yeah. That guy, you're just an asshole. <laughs> by the way, Clippers lost by five. Fuck you, Kawhi. Ah, uh, thanks, probably, Kawhi. Probably could have won that game. Yeah, have fun giving up home court advantage. <laughs> uh, we'll be back here Sunday night. Quick heads up. We'll yeah. be back here Sunday night with a recap of Uniform Saturday. I'm concerned about the gold more than I am the alternate road jersey, and I think we'll be okay with the home jersey. I think we'll be all right. That's That's how we'll leave it. Then we are back on Monday night. We'll okay. be back on Veterans Day on Monday night. I don't really know what we're going to do because I'm in Toronto for a week and everybody bitches when we do the show on the phone or when I do it on the phone. So fuck you guys. We may just take a week off. <laughs> we'll uh, make it up to you. Uh, yeah, sure we will at some point. Oh, you know what? We'll make it up to you by having a show in the garage. How about that? There you go. I'll trade out those two shows for one show in the garage where uh, we'll bring a handful of you down. You can come That'd hang out. Yeah. And Amy will bring her uh, lasagna. <laughs> you just volunteered for lasagna? Yeah, it's great. But yeah, we'll start putting those plans together, and we'll definitely do that show before the end of the year. Perfect. All Looking right, see forward you to Sunday. it. All right. Sunday. All right.